Social Zoom Factor, episode 172. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. If you've been following this podcast the last couple episodes, you probably know we kicked off a new series entitled, Welcome to the Inspiration Age, Are You Ready? So kind of on this same note, but we're going to take it a little bit different today. We are going to talk about niches. And the real question is, are the riches truly in the niches? Should you narrow your niche? That is the question we're going to answer today. And if you're wondering, Pam, how does this fit into the inspiration age? How does this help me inspire, connect, and achieve my goals? Okay, remember what the inspiration age is, right? It's the age we're in now where it is in our DNA as humans to want to connect with other humans. Human beings. We're in the age where we have so much media blasting at us every single day from our phones to our desktops to things when we walk into a building to, of course, the billboards that have always been there on the radio, on podcasts, everywhere we go. There is obviously not a lack of content and media and information that we can consume. And we want to be able to inspire our audiences to connect with us with a goal of helping them achieve their goals. And when we help them achieve their goals, we also achieve ours because we have the same goals and objectives, right? Let's not overcomplicate it. Inspire, connect, achieve. So that's why it's important that you know your audience. That's why I always tell you that. How are you going to connect with your audience? How are you going to attract new customers if you don't know who you want to attract? So that's why I think the conversation of should you narrow your niche? Are the riches really in the niches for you and your business? That's a question we are going to help you answer today. And I will tell you something that we have done ever since we launched our business over five years ago 
go is focus in on specific niches. Now, I have a little bit of a benefit because I spent 15 years in corporate America working corporate marketing, corporate business, corporate product development. So when I started my business, I had a lot of experience and I know how to do these things. And I know a lot of you may not. I mean, we were meeting with a customer today who's like, I know nothing about business. He's like, I know how to buy something, let's say it's 50 cents. And I know that if I sell it for a dollar, I make a 50 cent profit. Okay. And I know there's many of you, even if you're working in a corporate environment and maybe you're getting stuck into this uh, corporate development role or strategy role or marketing, you haven't spent 15 years, maybe not even five years in the marketing and business world. And you're trying to figure these things out as you go. So what I hope to be able to do today is to be able to help you focus. And I'm going to answer some questions. The way I'm going to break down this podcast is we are first going to talk about why and if you should narrow your niche and what are the benefits of narrowing your niche. And then we are going to talk about, I'm going to give you a list of tips and strategies. I have seven of them that's going to help you put some framework around making the decisions on should you narrow your niche. And what I will do in a future near-term upcoming episode is I will do at least one more episode where we will talk specifically in more detail around exactly how to narrow your niche. And I'm going to give you some of that information today, but over the coming weeks, we will make sure that we go even deeper on that. And I have a ton of resources to help you in this area. I encourage you to check out the show notes page for this episode, which is at socialzoomfactor.com slash 172, because this This is episode 172. Could you believe it? And I have an audience analysis worksheet that will help you prioritize your audiences and really get focused on what their goals and objectives are. So go and download that as soon as you can get to your computer, go to socialzoomvector.com slash audience. And that I guarantee is going to help you. But let's kick this off and let's talk about why you should consider narrowing your niche. Why and how is it going to help you? Number one thing is that it's going to help you focus. Okay. Focus is good. And I think that's one of the the hardest things for business people and particularly entrepreneurs. And we work with, just so you know, businesses from funded startups, uh, solo entrepreneurs, all the way up to Fortune 10 brands, okay? And everything in between. But we definitely have a niche strategy. We have specific niches within the niches that we are going after, okay? And I will talk a little bit about that today if I have time. But We work with a ton of franchise organizations, and I think they're a great example of people who will will start up a franchise or small business and they are passionate about whatever it is they're doing. Maybe it's ice cream. Maybe they're helping with disaster restoration. Maybe it's a cookie company or it's a hamburger place. Whatever it is, they're passionate about it. And when you ask them and they'll come to us and they'll say, Pam, help me. Like I have no ROI on my marketing. I'm not getting the return on my investment. I'm not getting customers in the door. People aren't buying from my online site. And And the first thing I will say, who is your target market? Who is your ideal customer? Well, it's anybody, Pam. You know, anybody eats ice cream from the age of 
zero up to, you know, nine, 105. So yes, everybody can eat ice cream of, of um, almost those ages. Right. But the issue is you can't market to zero to 105 unless you're going to have a massive marketing budget. So the thing, let's let's take the ice cream store as an example. You need to break that down, right? So let's say you have an ice cream store, yogurt shop. Who's making the decision to go in into that ice cream store and purchase that ice cream or that yogurt? Is it the mom? Are you in a neighborhood where there's a lot of working moms? Uh, are you in an area that it is a lot of working dads? Maybe you're by some offices. Maybe there's a daycare nearby. There's all kinds of questions that come into play. What does the neighborhood around you look like? Are there schools? Are there lots of homes? How can we tap into that that local niche strategy, that local geo strategy? And then when we take it up, let's say we're talking about a larger business, we may be looking at, okay, who, what size of business am I going to serve? What is the size of business? What is that persona that is going to bring me joy where we can have mutual joy and mutual value? And that is a requirement. We own a marketing agency called Marketing Nuts with a Z. And that's a requirement we have for every single client is we have to be able to deliver mutual joy and where we have great joy working together and where our customer sees value in what we do and they value our time, right? If right away we get on a call and they contact us, they want to do business with us and right away we're seeing them question the value. You know, I don't know whether I want to pay for that. You know, I can do that myself. Well, if you want to do that yourself, go do it yourself. It's probably not a good thing. We work together. And so that is a key requirement is knowing the customers that are going to want to buy from you. And so if you are focusing on everybody and their mom and their grandma and their dog and their cat, you're not focusing. And you're, if you have a limited marketing budget, it's going to be very hard for you to see any real results. So uh, focusing in on the niches is going to help you plan and make those hard decisions because it's easy to say yes when that you can serve anybody, but it's harder to truly prioritize and go deep in a niche where you can be successful. However, it can bring you tons of benefits into your business and your life because you might just get your life back. You may not have to work 24 hours a day. It will help you better prioritize everything you're doing and minimize the risk of going out of business. Because if you spread yourself too thin, you're trying to attract and market to everybody. You could absolutely run out of money, right? And we see a ton of companies that do this. It's also going to help you scale. Okay. So you're going to be able to crawl, walk and run. And this is what so many new entrepreneurs and business leaders struggle with because they, they think by slowing down to speed up and focusing in on an area where they can be successful, that they're actually going to scale slower. The truth is if you can get growth, true business growth in a certain niche and you can explode that business, that capital, that that revenue that you bring in as a result of being successful in that niche is going to help you go to the next niche, go to the next market, go to the wherever you're looking to expand, it's going to help you grow. But you're going to be able to grow it in a way that you can scale success so you can get the right infrastructure in place, the right team in place, the right tools and technology and everything that goes along with it, those testimonials and everything that comes. It's also a niche strategy is going to help you better connect with your customers and your audience also better connect with you. 
because you're going to make it easier for people to buy from you. They're going to know what you do and be able to understand what you do and what you don't do. And that's one of the hardest things that many marketers struggle with is, you know, my customer, my ideal customer doesn't know what I do. And I've struggled with this a little bit in my life and that it's really easy for me to be a generalist. And it's because I have 20 plus years of experience in business. So does my partner. Okay. My partner in both business and life, Josh Moore, Josh Arwina out on Twitter, he has 20 years of business experience as well. And he worked in a lot of data profiling analytics. He worked at companies like Web Trends and um, Abacus Direct that was sold out to Google. So he, he grew grew up and worked deep in sales and business development. So he knows the whole sales and biz dev side, a very technical, complicated, um, everything from a startup entrepreneur to huge corporate sales and, and marketing environments, business environments. I then worked on the corporate side. So it's easy for me to say, uh, when we first launched our agency, we do everything. Because honestly, I know how to run an agency that can do everything. But every time we had a season that we fell to, we will deliver everything in the kitchen season was actually when we had the smallest growth of our business. And I'm putting it all out here for you guys so you can learn from my mistakes. When we have the greatest success is when we focus and when we focus on what we're delivering. Now, the risk of what people are afraid of People think that when they focus too deeply, that also their competition is going to know everything that they're doing. The truth is your competition online nowadays knows everything you're doing anyway. However, I guarantee you probably 90% of our customers, of our competitors, maybe 95%, they have no idea of my niche strategy. So it's not like I have to go put my niche strategy out on a social wall and say, hey, everybody, here are the top five niches I'm going after. After, I don't have to do that, right? I don't write blog posts that talk about that. However, I have the right content. I have the right platform. I have the right marketing strategy, the right email marketing, the right podcast that is organically attracting and strategically and tactically attracting that right audience, right? It is working. And I'll tell you, you know, we started the podcast last year and we have gotten very focused on content. Some people will say, hey, Pam, you guys do all this 101 content. You know, you're, why are you doing all these list posts and why are you providing, you know, ABC? Well, I'm doing that because I know my audience. I'm not writing for my peers. I'm not creating podcasts just to teach other agencies how to copy and do what we do. Yes, we help a lot of agencies. Yes, we help a lot of consultants. And that is part of our business model. And we're launching a ton of training classes and we have a new platform coming. So I have a strategy. Though you may look at some of what we're doing and think we're all over the place. Well, Pam doesn't have a niche. Marketing Nuts doesn't have a strategy for how they're attacking niches. Oh, yes, we do. So don't let your competition fool you. And that's why you should never, ever, just copy your competition. That's why I always say you should never be looking over the fence more than at your competition, more than you're looking over the fence at your ideal customer. You need to be focusing on who that ideal customer is and put a strategy together of how you are going to reach them the best that you possibly can. Okay. So hopefully you're a little bit sold now on that. You need to focus. You need to figure out who you're serving. And now let's dig in and let's talk about these seven strategies that are going to help you get there. Tip number one is that you need to find the right fit and don't 
make too quick of a decision. This is where you need to slow down to speed up. Don't just copy your competition. Don't just go look at the tweets and the website and the blog of your competition and say, oh, they must be just going after small business. How do you know that they haven't updated their blog or their website in six months? Okay. It may not even be representing the market that they are going after. Okay. The niche niches or, or niche that they are trying to win. Okay. You cannot trust everything that you see online as a strategy. Also be very careful of trends and shiny objects. And we see this a lot in the social space where a new uh, platform will launch. And so now everybody wants to go, uh, social media folks want to go be the leader of that new platform or that new type of technology. That absolutely works for people. And you can see people who have built their business around Facebook, built their business around Instagram or, you know, whatever it may be. However, be very careful of that. So if you want to be in business for the long term, you probably want to have a backup strategy. If you really look at some people that have done that, they also do consulting and they do uh, they may have a training platform. There's a reason they are successful just focusing in on Facebook. Okay, you also want to make sure you are thinking about tomorrow, not just today. And I know it's so hard if you're just starting your business, you need to put food on the table, okay? But at the same time, you need to, also balance the medium and the long term with putting cash in the bank today. Because there have been many times, even in our business, the last five, six years, where we have had opportunities that have taken us almost on a tangent that luckily we're a few months into it and we're like, whoa, slow down. We're going into a part, you know, a a part of this force that I don't think we really want to go into. Let's back up. And what will happen sometimes is you will have some clients maybe throw some big checks and contracts at you. And before you know it, you're off deep into a niche that isn't really where you wanted to go. So make sure you have a long-term strategy of where you want to go and that you are balancing that short-term need for cash with the medium and the long-term objectives you have of where you want to take your business and why. And that's why it's so important you answer those questions of why, and you know your passion, and you know the ideal customer you want to serve. And those are some of the things we're going to talk about when I go deeper into how to define your ideal niche. And we'll do that on a future episode. Tip number two is to be careful of the quote unquote, too unique. If you are honestly the only person, only business that you are seeing doing what it is you're wanting to do, you need to just see that as a red flag and do your research. Is there truly a market for the product or service? Or are you really just that smart and innovative that nobody's ever thought of it? And many times we've seen small businesses come to us and they think they're the only ones that's serving that market when in reality, there's quite a few other businesses who maybe are attacking the same market. And just because you can't find them on a Google search, maybe they're smarter than you and they're using different terms that the target market, the ideal customer is actually searching for and maybe not the words that you are using to describe the niche. So lots of crazy things can happen there. But also make sure that 
people are going to be willing to pay for that product or service and that there is enough of a critical mass that you can tap into of people who are going to buy that product or service that's going to enable you to build and grow a real business, right? Because if there's no market for it, it can be the best idea on the planet. But if nobody wants to actually pay for it, then you really don't have a business, right? It's figuring out a product and a service at the right price of where you can put it. All goes back. Remember those four P's we learned in marketing, product, price, place, promotion hasn't changed. Okay. Tip number three, know your defined niche and do your research. So this is where you have to get really, really specific and don't be afraid of going deep. Know what problems your market, this ideal customer has. Who is currently serving those problems now? Why do they have those problems? What is keeping them up at night? Okay. And how are you going to solve those problems? And the thing is, you cannot skip this step. Think about it. If you are going to go deep into a niche, you need to know what that niche looks like. And you also need to know what the broader ecosystem looks like, which we're going to talk about in tip number four, right after we hear a few words from our sponsors. Hold on and I'll be right back. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Do you ever feel stuck in a rut like your online business and social business isn't all that it could be? The Marketing Nuts Agency helps small businesses clear up to the Fortune 50 brands, provide clarity and vision for current and future programs. The Marketing Nuts believe in ROI-driven decision-making while still inspiring audiences with relevant content. From social business strategy and consultation, influencer marketing, to corporate training and workshops, and fully outsourced digital and social programs, the Marketing Nuts helps you prioritize your investment, impact business goals, and inspire your audience to invest in a relationship with you. To start the conversation, visit www.themarketingnuts.com with a Z.com. I'm back. Okay. Tip number four is to research and know what the broader ecosystem looks like. And what I mean by this, what does the broader ecosystem look like locally, nationally, internationally? If you're serving an international market, you need to know who are the competitors that you have. How much are they charging and why? How exactly are they serving the market? What do the other partners and and 
people and influencers and thought leaders and service providers, product providers? What does the resale channel look like? What are the replacement products? How are you going to differentiate yourself? How are you going to stand above the crowd? How are you going to rise above the noise? How are you going to make sure that you are the brand and the business that is going to be able to serve this niche better than anybody else? So you need to know what that ecosystem looks like. Tip number five is you need to determine how you are going to position and brand yourself, okay? What is your topic? What is your service? And how are you going to explain it to other people? What is your story? So when somebody comes to your website, to your blog, to your Facebook page, to your Twitter profile, what is your brand promise? What is your value proposition? What is the tone of your conversations? How are you going to engage? How are you going to portray yourself? How are you going to connect with people? That's why we're talking about this inspiration age that we are all living in today. We need to be able to connect with humans in a human way. We need to be able to connect with our audiences in a way that organically attracts them to you. So bottom line, why should people buy from you versus your competition now or in the future? You need to make sure you're able to tell that story because that's one of the most important pieces when it comes to a true niche strategy that is successful is people will know and understand exactly what you do. And I'll tell you, now that our agency has truly focused on specific niches, 75% of the top leads that we get, and most of these come to us online and from referrals, thank you everybody for those, they come to us and they are like, 95% ready to just go to contract. It may take one short call, but most of the time they have researched our competition out there. They followed our content for the past however many months or years. And they come to us and they say, I know you, I love you. I follow you online. I know what you're about. I listen to your podcast. I'm ready to do business with you. I know how you work. I've downloaded your worksheets. That's where you want to get. You want people to understand what you do, why you do it, how you're going to do it for them and the benefit that they are going to see. So that's why you better figure out quick, how are you going to position and brand yourself? And a big part of that is making it very clear how you are going to solve those problems for your audience. Remember, inspire, connect, achieve. We inspire our audiences to connect with us with the goal of helping them achieve their objectives. So you must make it very clear in your value proposition, the problems that you solve. And I know we've talked a lot about this in some of our podcasts. Tip number six is to plan your go-to to market strategy. All right. You need to know how are you going to market? And it is okay to crawl, walk, run. Even if you have a a brand that is already uh, out there and rocking in the social world, but now you're going after a more narrowly focused niche audience, you need to have a go-to-market plan. You can't just keep throwing social spaghetti at the wall because if it's not working, honey, it's not going to work just because now you call it a niche strategy. You better figure exactly how are you going to, you know, organically attract, inspire, and connect with that niche market? What content are you going to provide? How are you going to provide that content? What mediums are you going to to provide that content? And how are you going to bring them closer to you? Are you going to use podcasting? Are you going to use video to humanize that? Are you going to use email marketing, uh, your blog, 
everything in between? Are you doing, you know, live events uh, and maybe in a location that you have, which we're getting ready to do a ton of training and local events to really narrow in on our local market. So plan that go to market strategy. Make sure that you are thinking big, but you're working small and you're planning and executing a strategy that you can implement with the current budget and resources that you have. And that's what is going to enable you to scale as you go. And that's why a niche focus you're going to find when you truly focus in on a niche, how much more you can do because you're not trying to solve the world's hunger problem. You're you're focusing in on the problems of one specific niche and every dollar you spend can go so much further and making that niche audience aware that you exist and aware of how you were going to solve those problems. It gets me really excited when I think about these things because I know that and I have seen niche strategies work so well with so many businesses. Tip number seven is to determine the actions that you want your audience to take to engage with you. So how are they going to get to know you better? And so many marketers leave this out. So they'll put up a blog, they'll put up a website, they'll put up, you know, an Instagram page filled with visual marketing. Their Facebook page looks beautiful. Their tweets all have the right size images. But you know what? I love your brand. It looks great. But how the heck do I buy from you? How do I how do I learn what you are actually going to do for me? And what is the action that I take? You know, a lot of times you can't find a contact form it'll say a uh, chat, you know, we're in the market right now for a lot of office furniture and I'm finding it amazing how many sites in my local area that sell furniture, uh, make it impossible for me to buy from them. And I'm trying to find pricing. I'm trying to, you know, figure out where their showroom is. I can't find anything. So tell me what action you want me as your ideal customer to take. Okay. Think in the head of your customer. What is the action you want them to take? How are they going to learn about you and your products and make it as easy as you can for them? You know, create user personas for different users that are going to be coming to your blog, coming to your website or your social channels and be very clear who you are, who you are serving and how they are going to engage in a relationship with you. Even if it's just learning about your product, learning where your showroom is, learning how, how do I buy from you, right? The furniture example, I don't even know how I buy from these people. They say they have certain hours they're available. Well, what are those hours? Put them on the, put them on the website or the blog. Okay. So determine the actions you want your your audience, your ideal customer to take so that they can come closer to you and your brand. So there you have it, my friends. Hopefully I answered your questions. Yes, you need to narrow in on your niche. Yes, the riches are in the niches if you do it right. I hope that this information has proven very useful for you. I hope these are some tactical yet strategic ideas that you can take back to your business today and start implementing them. Let me know if you have any questions. We'll be talking about this soon. I'm sure on one of our Twitter chats on Get Real Chat, we meet every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.